Mike Check 717. This is Eric T. Jones, a.k.a. Brother Jones, and I just need five minutes of your time. Today, I was going to highlight black trauma and discuss psychologist Robert T. Carter's race-based traumatic stress concept, which measures the psychological harm caused by racism. However, I decided to postpone the episode until next week and make a slight pivot to present a stream of consciousness regarding black joy amid black trauma. The subject matter I've analyzed thus far in five minutes of your time is heavy, to say the least. From the transatlantic slave trade to Black Lives Matter, there have been moments of progression and regression. With that in mind, the struggle for equality and equity feels like a tug of war among three groups. Group A wants to reimagine the United States, Group B is comfortable with the status quo, and Group C is neutral. Still, there are moments when Group C is persuaded by Group A or Group B. I understand the groups I list contain nuance. We are complex individuals, but our complexity shouldn't limit our imagination for democracy. John Dewey once wrote, Democracy is a way of life, controlled by a working faith in the possibilities of human nature. There is something unique about Africans and their descendants, you and I, who continue to exhibit a dogged faith that pushes the United States to be the best version of itself. Langston Hughes said it best, Oh, let America be America again. The land that never has been yet, and yet must be the land where every man is free. Though we continue to push the United States to be the best version of itself, our hopes fail to come to fruition. During a protest last summer, Cornel West said, I think we are witnessing America as a failed social experiment. Whether you agree or disagree, one thing is clear to me. The United States lacks imagination concerning equality and equity. In Eddie Glott's book, Democracy in Black, How Race Still Enslaves the American Soul, he introduces a theory called the value gap. He wrote that no matter our stated principles or how much progress we think we've made, white people are valued more than others in this country, and that fact continues to shape the life chances of millions of Americans. If we objectively evaluate our alleged democracy, I can't for the life of me understand how someone could dismiss structural racism. Yet plenty of people do. Whenever someone claims structural racism isn't real, they are contributing to the devaluation of black people's humanity. In addition, they are also contributing to the devaluation of their own humanity. But that's an episode for another week. If you believe structural racism is real, then you'll understand black trauma. You'll understand the implications of being relegated to substandard education, substandard jobs, and substandard housing. Yes, there are blacks that have reached the middle and upper income brackets. Nevertheless, this demographic is not representative of black America. Also, black excellence doesn't liberate us from black trauma. The struggle is real for all of us, irrespective of socioeconomic status. Despite our ongoing struggle, I'm grateful for black joy. I recently watched two videos that discuss black joy, headlined by Renison Okoji and Felice Lehon. Okoji said black joy is about being completely free and unencumbered in terms of ideas. These ideas are illustrated in artwork like poems, songs, and films. Leon adds, there's no single definition of black joy, therefore it's malleable. Black joy isn't a new phenomenon. For example, in the antebellum South, enslaved blacks ventured into the hush harbors to worship their gods. That was black joy. In New Orleans, Congo Square is a local example where enslaved blacks gathered to dance on Sundays. That was black joy. When emancipated blacks instituted Juneteenth, that was black joy. When blacks marched against Jim Crow in the sweltering heat singing, we shall overcome, that was black joy. The protests last summer are an example of blacks carrying on a lineage of managing black trauma via black joy. Now, black joy doesn't have to be connected to black trauma. Getting your hair did or a fresh cut and lineup. Black joy. Making reservations for bottomless brunch. Black joy. Just don't drink too much. Stay classy. Planning a spa day. Black joy. I see that glow. Booking a flight out of these United States of America. Black joy. 
expand that worldview, taking a walk in a park, black joy, reading a book for pleasure on a beach while the waves caress the coasts and the sun sets on your melanated skin, black joy, celebrating our achievements in every field of human endeavor because we can't stop, won't stop, black joy, whatever allows you to unplug from the world and bask in genuine happiness, that's black joy. The point I'm trying to make is simply this. Not only have we inherited black trauma, which I'll get into next week, but we've also inherited black joy. We're more than our struggle. And that is something I must continually remind myself. Black trauma is real, but black joy keeps us sane. Well, my five minutes are up. Keep your head on swivel until next time.